Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley. And as always, we're trying to help you develop a financial freedom program for yourself that will allow you to live the life at the quality you want, to be able to do what you want, when you want, whenever you want, with whomever you want. Sounds good, right? So why is it that so many people are in the situation they're in? This is, of course, the Thanksgiving show being recorded the day before Thanksgiving. I tell you that because I would feel disingenuous about it's not the money, it's the lifestyle statement I make all the time if I were working on Thanksgiving. In other words, there's a lot of guys out there that are on the radio, they're trying to sell you something, and they're a hustle. They're out there hustling, trying to get you to buy something from them, and really what they're trying to get you to buy is a dream that doesn't really exist. And what I would like to share with you is that over the last 35 years, thousands, actually tens of thousands of people have retired in anywhere from two to seven years of doing what we do depending on what you have when you come in, depending on how much you need to be able to retire. Sometimes you retire one family member, then the other family member. Uh, you know, you build up some passive streams of income that's enough to allow one member to retire. And then you keep working at that process until you get enough to where the second member can retire. Either way, the concept is either you are here because you want to retire and live the quality lifestyle, be able to still do what you want to do, whenever you want, with whomever you want, wherever you want, be able to afford to do that, but at the same time, have the time necessary to do that. Other folks join up simply because they want to diversify their portfolio, and they think that's important, and I do too. For whatever reason it is that you're here, I thank you for being here. Because Thanksgiving is about giving thanks for being in this country, and it really it is painful to see how many people are trying to tear this country down right now who don't believe that there's massive opportunities for anybody and everybody that wants them. It's just a matter that some of the people out there aren't willing to work for those opportunities. They're not willing to learn. They're not willing to grow. They're not willing to change. And a lot of the people out there now have been given this mentality that they're owed something, that there needs to be equity in our society. No, freedom to do what you want when you want gives you the freedom to do nothing and the freedom to be lazy, but also the freedom to have nothing. And we're very quickly trying to destroy that theory and believe that you should take from those who are willing to work and give it to those who are willing to not. This is a theory that's been around for a long time. It's called socialism. And socialism ultimately leads to communism because once people get in power, they're going to have the desire to have total power over you. And so socialism is a natural to go into communism. And so people all over the world are trying to get in here. And Biden is letting them all come in. And so they 
bring those bad ideas with them and they will filter those bad socialistic and communist ideas into our society. And instead of our society helping those people find the reality, these people are now trying to change our society. So Thanksgiving has taken on a different ring now for me as I get older and I see the world changing in what I would say is the wrong direction. Progression, the progressives, are going the wrong way. When I was young, I was a progressive. I mean, isn't everybody when they're young, don't you think the world is controlled by old people that don't really know what's going on? And then when you realize at midlife somewhere that, oh boy, my ideas are really great except they don't work, then you should change and become a conservative. If you're not a progressive when you're young, you have no dreams, you have no hope, you have no idealism. If you're not a conservative by the time you're old, you're poor, broke, and on welfare. Some other or some form of welfare. That's all there is to it. You either learn to adapt in society, you don't. So as we look at what goes on in the world, right now politically, right now is you see going on all over in this world, including the Israel-Palestinian thing, uh, it is impossible to understand how people can think so diametrically apart other than the fact that the reality is people want what isn't theirs, and that becomes the war. There's the scarcity mentality of the world that I want what you have and you want what I have. Now, Why am I bringing all this up? I'm bringing all this up because I don't believe that. I really have never believed that. I believe there's enough here for everybody, that everybody in this world could have what they need, as long as everybody else and everybody out there would produce something. If everybody would get out and produce, everybody could have something. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a social safety net for those really that need it, but... That social safety net has become a gigantic blanket for all of the people that just don't want to do anything, let alone can't do anything to produce, right? So here we sit, Thanksgiving Day, and we're with our families, and we're thankful. What are we thankful for? Well, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful because I did not understand how families worked. I had a terrible family. I was raised up with terrible family values. I had no idea how to interact appropriately with a family. And just like some of you who have no idea about money, have no idea about business, have no idea how to interact in a business, I was paying the cost for not knowing and not having those things. So why are you happy? Well, because... By the time I was on my third marriage, which I took a very long time to make the decision to do, by the way, I think we dated for 14 years or something, some crazy thing, Um, I had to learn that you don't run a family like you run a business. Many of you out there need to learn you don't run a business like you run a family. In other words, in a family, there's welfare, there's generosity, generosity. There's empathy and sympathy and all that stuff. But in the real world, in a business, none of that stuff really works. You can't run your business like you're taking care of the world, that everybody walks through your door 
is, whether it be an employee or a customer, is your family member. It can't work that way and exist. It has to have a reason to be there. It has to have a solution for the reason to be there. And it has to be, in a, or you have to be able to perform that solution for people to be a business. Now, our business is real estate. Our business is clean and functional housing. Many of our members forget that. They lose sight of what we're really all about. We're not about getting rich, although that would be the likely outcome if you did it the way I teach you to do it, if you did it what I would call correctly. But correctly is only my opinion. But my opinion has proved out for thousands of people to work and to make them financially free and allow them the wonderful aspects of money. Myself, I learned about how to deal with families. It was hard. It was a change. Every inch of the way, you don't like change. Nobody likes change. Everybody believes what they're doing is the right thing to do, whether it be like I'm talking about my family growth and now my Thanksgiving that I have a family, that I have learned how to deal with people. That's important to me. But also for you, I'm wondering, are you willing and ready to change your financial view of life? Now, yesterday, I uh, did an article. I did two articles. One of them was about how Warren Buffett has accumulated $1.5 trillion of cash waiting for this to happen. He solely, totally believes there's going to be a crash in the market, and he's going to come in and sop it up, you know, pennies on the dollar. And then I also went into an article about uh, how syndicators uh, that have been led on by what they're calling, um, oh, the Internet influencers. And the Internet influencers have made everybody believe that real estate is something for nothing, get rich quick, because the prices just kept going up so radically fast that anybody that went out and tried to do it, even if they did it wrong, could make money with it. And now all those people are getting destroyed Now, the beautiful part of that is that we're on the other side of that waiting for those deals to fall apart and go out and buy that property from those Internet people for 50 cents on the dollar. Why? Because they don't know what they're doing. They never did know what they're doing. What they are is good spokesmen. They're good at getting out there and marketing. Uh, Their their leader, their favorite leader out there is Grant Cardone. Best since Tony Robbins. I mean, he can get people to kill themselves and then pay him a fee for learning how to kill themselves. That's how good he is. And that's what he's doing. He's paying him a fee to learn how to kill themselves. It's unbelievable. Uh, But you know what? I don't even know Grant Cardone personally. I just see what he's done. I see who he's doing it to. I see what he's saying on the Internet. Now, having said all that, I still think you should listen to him because he's a great motivator. He believes you should have more in your life. But really, what he believes is he should have more in your life, in his life, and that you should give it to him. So why do I bring all this up? Because, folks, the market's about to crash. People like him and all these Internet influencers that bought all this real estate, along with these big, giant companies. That's the next article that came out. was all the big, giant companies like BlackRock that bought thousands and thousands of houses are seeing the interest rates go up on them, the rents, uh, occupancies going down. The cost of holding them going sideways, and they're going to sell. Every article I see says they're going to sell. 
these properties and dump them on the market. And when they do, it's got to take the prices down even more. The prices are already down 10 20% across the board on commercial real estate, and they're going to go down even farther. And when these deals start going down, it doesn't even matter if they lowered the interest rates back down. That would just make it easier for those of us who didn't lose all of our money to go do it again because they've tightened the lending regulations to where these people that did all this dumb stuff and bought all these stupid deals at these super high prices with these adjustable rate mortgages, these people are all going down. And uh, the bank isn't going to let them borrow again. Used to be the bank would let them borrow again. Bank didn't care if somebody lost everything they had. If you listen to uh, Robert Martinez on the Internet, he'll tell you, I- I'm going to go back out and do it again, even though he just lost $60 million property, $10 million of his investors' capital. And he believes truly that he can go right back out and do it again. Uh, and that's just it's just the way it is with these Internet guys. They believe that nothing can stop them. And they're going to drag as many of you along with them as they can until they drag you down into poverty. That's what's going to happen. But for those of you who want to come and get educated and do it the right way, be prepared. This housing crisis is going to be incredible for you. Uh, It's going to be incredible for me. I'm in three contracts. I went into four contracts this week. Started due diligence in one of them. I already retraded the deal. Um, which means I, I'm saying the deal just doesn't work the way you're selling it to me. Either I got to walk away from this or you've got to lower the price. And that's what's going to happen on all these deals. People are going to get into them. The seller's telling you they're X. When you get into due diligence, they're not X, they're Y. They're X minus something, which equals Y. And so there's going to be a lot of retrading. It's happening all the time. I own real estate companies in, I think I own 12 real estate companies now. And those are sales companies I'm talking about. I own real estate holding companies also, but this is about sales. And that's one of the ways I make money, by the way, is sell real estate to people. But we're buyer's brokers. We're helping people buy at good prices. We're not out there helping sellers get the highest price they can get. That's not what we do. Um, So as we look at this situation, we think, what's coming towards us? Now, I had those couple articles come up. I had to look them up to get ready to do the radio show yesterday. And what I found was that once I had looked those articles up, the algorithms out there just blew my computer up. What do I mean? I mean, I sat here just blown away by one article after the next, after the next, finding its way to my search engine, finding its way to my YouTube engine. Um... The world out there believes, like Warren Buffett, that this world's about to crash. There's going to be a massive recession. And I know that doesn't sound like a very good Thanksgiving message, but it really is for those who want to go back out there and buy assets, which we all need. To be financially free, you need assets. You need assets that pay you every month. And many of you couldn't buy these because they were too high priced, too high priced for you to afford. But but worse than that, too high price to even cash flow. Because by the time you put debt on them, they didn't even make any money. So now, these things are coming down. And when they do, the opportunities are unbelievable. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about where and how I'm seeing all this stuff from these algorithms. And we'll have a little joke about it, a little laugh about it. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show.
reaching you with a roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Lifestyles Unlimited Success Stories. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing in the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers and he got downsized from his corporate job. This house was a dog and through the rehab, I think we turned it into a little pony. You bought the house for $73,000. And your appraised value actually is $144,000. You put in forty-five for the work. So that leaves you a net equity of 11000 with a return on capital gain of 70%. The cash flow is $458 a month for a cash-on-cash return rate of 35%. In person and online learning dates at lukstudy.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today uh, is our recording for Thanksgiving, and we are giving thanks for opportunity. Yes, right now the opportunity is about ready to explode upon us. I want to read to you the algorithm stuff that came to my YouTube channel in just the last two days. The first article is called Mor- From Morgan Stanley, which is a pretty big firm, says, here's how bad the housing crisis will be. The next one is, real housing market crash is here. The next one is, the year uh, 2023, the year's experts changed their tune in housing completely. U.S. housing market disaster in 2024. Uh, this is produced by... Uh, uh, an economist. Next one is price drops are unstoppable U.S. housing market. And I read a whole article yesterday about how Florida is having a tremendous problem with its prices. I don't know why everybody's going there, but whatever it is, I guess the prices went up too fast, too high, too fast, and now they're falling off with the interest rates high. Just one more. Blackstone. Here it is. Blackstone, 299000 And they're saying that Wall Street investors are liquidating houses at big discounts. So there it is. These are major, major articles. And by the way, this goes on. I could go on for another 15 minutes. I don't know what else to tell you, man. So I thought, okay, let's let's do this. Let's look up the market or the economy. And here's what's coming up in the economy. Billionaire bond investor Jeffrey Gundelach. Recession is likely in 2024. Next one, there's no chance we avoid recession, strategists say. Uh, Who's saying this? Yahoo Finance. The next one is uh, 2024 recession risks up to 30% amid Mideast tensions. Um, Next one is, we believe there's a recession coming, says Gunderheim's Alan Schwartz. Okay, another economist. City Streets expects recession in 2024, cut its rate the second quarter. Recession has finally begun, but only for America's rich. And that's CNBC. I like that CNBC picks on the rich. Uh, Fed-induced recession could be 
Oh, you know why? I'm going to tell you. Why did CNBC say, but only for the rich? Because CNBC is so far up Biden's behind that they uh, they could never say that Biden has created a massive recession for everybody. That's funny. I just saw that. I just realized what that was all about. The rich recession, they're calling it. Why are they saying that? Because they want you to think Biden did it to hurt the rich and to save the poor. Wow. Amazing. Fed indu- Next one. Fed-induced recession could come to fruition in 24. Ned Davis Research. Uh, 2024 recession, 100% likelihood of recession. All right. Who's putting that one out? Uh, Whiteboard finance. Uh, Recession is coming. Okay. Hey, I don't know if you get the point. I can go down this list. It just keeps going and going and going. Uh, Okay. Then here's one interesting article. It says recession always starts with an economy that has been booming, says research affiliate Rob Arndt. You know, I don't know what else to say. It's pretty obvious. Everybody out there is predicting a real estate crash and a recession. And if you're sitting here in Thanksgiving, you go, boy, Dell, thanks for ruining my Thanksgiving because that sounds terrible. It sounds terrible unless you realize it's actually the greatest opportunity afforded to people and the economy, by the way, to clean out all of the something for nothing, instantaneously, gratificationally diseased investors that are up there running the prices up for stuff, just trying to flip it. Buy and flip, buy and flip, buy and flip, buy and flip. These are speculators. They're speculators in the stock market. They're speculators in real estate. And when you, when you see the prices going up radically, especially when you can borrow the money for almost nothing, speculators abound. They're everywhere. Well, my friends, speculators are not investors. The investors I know, we're fine. We're, we're loving it. I'm making tons of money off my real estate. But speculators have to have the market continue to go up. When the market goes down, speculators lose everything. Who else are speculators? Builders are speculators, both in commercial real estate, building apartments, and in housing, uh, houses where they're building houses. You, these guys are putting up buildings that they're speculating they'll be able to sell. But if they build into a dead market, these houses will get destroyed. If you want next year to be the year that you sit down at your Thanksgiving table and look your family in the face and just smile with abundance and know that you just have massive amounts of income and massive amounts of assets you didn't have last year, this is the year to do it. Uh, If you go out there and you log into the internet, into YouTube, and put in uh, cash is trash, you'll find that a gentleman by the name of Grant Cardone, which is an influencer, has created all these young influencers, which, by the way, know nothing. Uh, they're just young kids that figured out you can get a lot of attention if you spend your whole day on the Internet. And these guys do. And um, they will tell you you'll find many articles about cash is trash, that cash is losing you money, that inflation is eating it up, it's not doing you any good, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, so on. I just want you to look these articles up. Warren Buffett. Cash is not trash. This is six months ago. He was defending that argument that that was terrible. And now um, Warren Buffett article uh, six months ago said Warren Buffett has $130 billion cash saved up for this market that's about to crash. And then two weeks ago, uh, he came out with another article that says uh, Berkshire Hathaway's cash, which is Warren Buffett's company hits record high 157 billion in cash he's waiting man 
This is the Oracle of Omaha telling you, you need to be ready. You need to get in here and get educated on how we're going to be doing these deals and how you can get on your share of them, get into your share of them. Whether you do it on your own, which is called an IRO, independent real estate owner, or whether you get into some type of a syndication with people that are not greedy, right? Who would say that cash is a waste of time because they want you to put all your money into their deals. That's all the, the, the whole sales pitch is. Give me your money, give me your money, give me your money. And now it's give me your money because I'm losing all mine. And I need more money to keep the deals I have right now afloat. That's the next thing I want you to watch out for. There's a lot of people out there that are doing cash calls. A cash call is when you put a business model together, a plan, and then you didn't effectuate it. It didn't work. And so now you're going, well, you know, I got all your money and we bought all this real estate. We bought these assets and we created this company. But the company's not working. The assets are not producing. And so now we can't even pay the debt on this stuff and I need some more money. So give me more money. Well, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about this logically. I'm going to make up some numbers. Let's say I bought an apartment complex for $10 million that's really only worth $5 million. But because interest rates were at half of what they should be, you could pay twice as much and still make the same payments. So now you've paid way too much. Now all of a sudden the interest rates change. You have an adjustable rate mortgage, so now it's demanding you pay more and more and more and more, and you can't make your payments. You've already paid $10 million, it's worth $5 million. Now your investor says, let's put another million in so we have working capital. What you have to understand is that working capital is actually an addition to what you paid for it. You're in it for 10 mil, you add another mil, you're now in it for 11 mil. Does it make any sense at all to throw good money after bad money when you've overpaid for something? The answer in my mind, no, it doesn't. You don't throw good money after bad money. The only time throwing good money after bad money makes any sense at all, and I've had it happen, and instead of asking my partners for the money, I put the money up, is when there's a disaster. There's a hurricane, it blows your roof off your building, and you have insurance, but you have to pay the deductible, so you need some cash. You need it right away. That's when cash calls make sense. Uh, You put the roofs back on, you claim the insurance, you go back out there and business as usual. But when it's a matter of that the entire market has changed and the price has dropped, the value has dropped, and the interest rates are twice what they were when you bought it, a cash call isn't going to save that deal, guys. It's going to just waste your money. So don't be sucked into these cash calls. They're not going to work. I don't care what they say. They're not going to work. Now, if I'm wrong and some of them work, then thank goodness that those were good operators. They made some wise decisions and they saved some deals. But I'm going to say I'm going to drop my hat on the side of this line. Uh, I'm going to live on the side that says they're not going to work by the majority. The majority of them are not going to save the deal to put more money in it. All right. So here we are. We're faced with the age-old saying, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Are you going to be prepared this time? I was prepared in 2008 to change my life. I mean, there's a big difference between having a million bucks, being a millionaire, and being a mega millionaire. There's a big difference between being a mega millionaire and a billionaire, which maybe this time that might work. But I'm not so worried about me because I'm living in a level of life and existence higher than I ever expected to in my life by tenfold. And I'm worried about you. 
will you ever have the opportunity to live at a level of existence that's tenfold to what you ever thought you could have? You thought like I did when I was a kid making $100,000 a year was incredible. Well, making $100,000 a day or a week is much better. How do you get there? You don't get there by doing what you're doing. If you keep on doing what you're doing, you're going to keep on getting what you're getting. Insanity is the belief that if you do the same thing over and over again, that something will change. It's not. For your world to change, you are going to have to change. And I hope and I pray here on Thanksgiving Day that this is your day. This is your year that you and your family around the table will discuss this and say to yourselves, it's time to change. Let's have a great Thanksgiving. Then Friday, let's call Del Wamsley. Let's get set up to change. It's time, folks. It's time to make the change. Your family and yourself deserve it. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving with all the blessings possible. I look forward to seeing you after the holiday. Have a great day. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.